You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. to start first by thanking God for answering prayers that we are praying. How many of us know that God is already answering our prayers? How many of us know that there is a scattering that is happening that is beyond understanding? Can we just thank the Lord for answering us? Thanking God for answering us. That accord is being broken. It's being shattered. The accord of the wicked is being broken. It's being broken. Their languages are being confused. Father, we thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for answering our prayers. Lord, we give you praise. We acknowledge that you're doing something already, and we are seeing it. And we say, Father, to you be the glory in the name of Jesus. We also thank him for every request we've made, because he that answered this will answer the rest of them. Let's thank him for every prayer you prayed personally, privately, and we prayed corporately for Nigeria. And for all the people, many, almost all churches, persons, even foreign nations from their Christians are praying. Let's thank God for the cry that is going up to heaven concerning Nigeria. God is faithful. He will hear, he will answer. And he will do much more than we could ask or imagine. Thank you for everywhere where your children are calling upon the name of the Lord. The promises that call upon the name of the Lord and he will answer. Lord, we thank you for your hearing us and your answering us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Then we'll take this prayer, Nahum. The book of Nahum chapter 1 verse 2 and 3. We're going to pray concerning all the confusion that is going on, you know. The thing on the cash, Supreme Court, um, political parties, CSOs, and all of that, all the things that is going on. We're going to pray. The Bible says God is jealous and the Lord avenges. The Lord avenges and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries and he reserves wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. Praise the Lord. I was almost going to say, will not at all acquit the judges. Is that what is written there? Will not at all acquit the judges. Let's pray that way. Rise on your feet. You need to stand up. You see, praise the Lord. Thank God for the mercy he's showing us. You know why? We've been praying. I neck. We've been praying no vote buying. We've been praying all manner of things. But three people, six people can sit down and upturn the will of the masses. It happened in Imo State up to today. The bloodshed hasn't stopped because of that wickedness. So tonight we are raising our voices and say these people would not continue to do this. Lord, do something. Arrest them before they spoil everything that we have done. Lord, we report the judges of this nation. We report the men in the Supreme Court. We report them in every court, starting from the lowest of courts, the customary. We report them anywhere they are called judges. Lord, we report them to you. They will not go free. And any imagination, any plot they have, oh Lord, to abort, oh Lord, and to overturn the will of Nigerians, we say thus far and no more. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, in your anger and in your great power, Lord, judge the judges. Open their books, O Lord. Bring them up. Let them answer for their statements. Let them answer for their responses. Let them answer for the things they've spoken. Lord, do not allow this to continue. We bring these men before you. We bring these women before you. We bring this institution before you. We report them as your children. Lord, and we say, Lord, consider what they do. Is it right? And if it is not right, we are saying, Lord, judge it, O Lord. In the name of Jesus, let this iniquity not continue. Let them not continue in this wickedness. Lord, we stand as your children. We stand as in the office of honorable saints. You say, this honor have all the saints to execute the written judgment. Lord, we say, consider these men, O Lord. Consider these women. Consider these gentlemen of the week. And judge, O Lord, Father, the part they played in this nation in the past few years. Lord, arise, O Lord. Do not acquit them. Do not let them go free. Do not let them continue. In the name of Jesus. Please, Deuteronomy 16, we can put 18 to 20. Let's see what God speaks concerning the judges. He says, you shall appoint judges and officers in all your gates, which the Lord your God gives you according to your tribes and they shall judge the people with what with just judgment anything contrary to this lord judge it in the name of jesus verse 19 this is what the lord declares and we're going to declare it concerning the judges in nigeria so you open up your mouth and begin to speak it says judges in nigeria supreme court high court low court middle court whatever court you shall no longer pervert justice you shall no longer show partiality. You will not be able to take a bribe. Because bribe blinds the eyes of the wise. It, it twists the world. Technicality becomes substantial. We say thus far and no more. In the name of Jesus, they shall only follow what is right. That we may live and inherit a good land. These men want to destroy Nigeria. And we're saying we refuse in the name of Jesus. No more shall they succeed in perverting justice let the fear of god be upon them let the terror of the lord be upon them as they seek to write their judgment lord let the angels of terror be before them let them answer and write like men who will answer questions lord no more will they take bribes and that will blind them that will cover them that will shut their hearts from compassion and truth and righteousness and what is true in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Take your seat. Praise the Lord. Okay, we are still pulling down strongholds. Amen. And they are falling on. They are coming down. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Okay, come with me to John chapter 6. It's a story we are familiar with. The feeding of the 5,000. And I'll read from verse 1 to 14. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs, which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, 
Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But this is said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was much grass on the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus, they said, This is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. May the Lord bless his word in Jesus' name. Praise God. Okay, our text tonight that we're going to take, and from there we're going to pray the prayers we're going to pray, is still part of our main, you know, main text which is from Second Corinthians 10, 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they are not physical, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Finally, says, I'm being ready punish all disobedience when my when our obedience is fulfilled praise the lord tonight in that uh, main text you're going to see something there go back to second corinthians 10 5 yes it says casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god you see the journey of the christian is a journey into knowing god praise the lord is a journey into knowing God. That's what it is. Just the same way someone enters school and, you know, he knows basic uh, biology and chemistry and all of that. But as he, every day, I think it's from a third year, they begin to play with human body. And the more the person does with that and does with that, cuts cadavers, you know, does experiments and all of that, the person becomes a doctor. As the person continues, a medical doctor, the person becomes a consultant and all a specialist. Isn't that what happens? As they continue, they grow. What are they doing? They're not learning anything new. They're knowing more of the human body. The same way the journey of the Christian is a growth into the knowledge of God. So you know God, you know, gives you bread and butter. Yes, you know that God does this. Yes, as you grow, it's the same God, but you're knowing him more. So for us to function properly, you know, and experience what this text is saying to us, it says casting down arguments. And every high thing that does what? That exalts itself against the knowledge of God. It means that the stronghold that, you know, is able to hold you back is determined by how high your knowledge of God is. Or how high God is in your estimation. Praise the Lord. So, depending on how big your God is, that will determine the stronghold that can hold you. Okay? So, in this text that we are very familiar with, this is what happens. Jesus looked at the multitude. And said to the disciples, where can we buy bread that these may eat? And the Bible said, he said this word to test them. He himself knew what he would do. 
Now remember, a, a more delicate question was asked Ezekiel. They said to Ezekiel, can these bones live? Obviously, Ezekiel had a better knowledge of God than the disciples. Because when the question was thrown to Ezekiel, what did Ezekiel answer? He said, thou knowest. What do I answer to God? Praise the Lord. How do I tell God the bones can live and the bones cannot live? Which school told me that? Praise the Lord. Where do you learn that? So Ezekiel, by virtue of his exposure and experience with God, he knew that Ezekiel could not provide the right answer. So he said to God, thou knowest. And he saw what happened. The bones actually lived. But imagine if Ezekiel had answered as Ezekiel. What would he say? He said, these bones are dried. They are some bleached already, you know. There are stages in death, you know, in bodies. There's a stage where it's smelling. There's a stage where it dries up. But there's a stage where the sun bleaches it. That it's now white. That's the stage those bones were at. So when Ezekiel looked at them, in fact, the Bible says, indeed, they were very dry. Which means there was no hope. Praise the Lord. But when God comes into an equation, one of the things our Lord Jesus said to us, he says, with men, whatever it is you're thinking, whatever circumstance, situation you came into church this evening, with men it may be impossible, but not with God. Why? For with God, how many things? All things are possible. That must enter into your hard drive, into your software, your operating system, and into every software you have. Factor it in that with God, what? All things are possible. Because when our Lord Jesus said to the disciples, where shall we buy bread that this may eat? Some of the accounts will say, they said to him, let's drive them home. This problem has no solution. Let's send these men home. Let's do this. Let's do that. Okay? And we saw that here, they, they, were, bit, uh, they were more realistic. They said, well, um, if we were to raise 200 dinari words, which... They were saying, we don't even have the money. But even if we had the money, where do we buy bread that these may eat? But the Bible gives us the secret there and what it wants us to learn. Verse 6 says, but this Jesus said to do what? To test him. For he himself what? knew what he would do. God is never thinking. God doesn't think what to do. He's omniscient. Praise the Lord. He doesn't think what he would do. God, by being God, always knows. Praise the Lord. God is in a perpetual state of knowing. God cannot learn. The Bible says concerning our Lord Jesus Christ. It says he did not commit himself to men. Why? It says he knew all men. He didn't have to learn. He didn't have to study men. He didn't have to observe them. Being omniscient, being omnipotent, being omnipresent. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows the worst. He knows the best. He knows every, uh, you know, outcome of any combination. That's why the Bible can say to you and I, and we know that in all things, God does what? Works together for the good of those who love him and those who are called. It takes a knowledge of every outcome, every possibility, every possible uh, uh, matrix to know and say, it will work for good because if you t- pick this, he knows what to touch and still bring out his result. Praise the Lord. So Jesus asked them this question and they started making the effort. You know, this cannot happen. This cannot happen. If we did this, this cannot happen. But the Bible says something there. The Bible says, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, 
said to Jesus, there is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish. But what are they among what? So many. And that's where it gets interesting for us tonight because the stronghold we want to put down is the stronghold of what is this among so is the stronghold of but where will this go thank god you know we pray for people no matter what to go and vote you know what it means to think one vote can make a difference what is one vote among so many i mean some people actually don't do things because they feel uh, and there are so many things we don't do because we feel what is that among so many but that's a stronghold and the lord wants to deal with it tonight in the name of jesus did you hear me the lord wants to deal with it tonight it's a stronghold a powerful stronghold even in your family in your business in your home what is this text what is this um you know we've learned here that the problem with owing and not paying is not that you're unable to pay it's the little things if I told you, give me 5,000 naira, I will give you in five weeks. Even five weeks, by reasons beyond my ability, I'm not able to raise 5,000 to pay you. I can send a text. But what is a text when I'm not able to pay? A stronghold of what is this among so... This is the problem. What can this do to help? It's a stronghold. Because as we see in this story... Jesus, the Bible said, knew what he would do. It meant that Jesus, in his plan, had already fed this multitude. Praise the Lord. He had solved the problem already. But there was something that he was looking for. All he needed in that situation was some little DNA of food. I saw a video that if I have the chance, I'll forward to everybody here. It's a video talking about how you know our conception okay it says what i you at the point you were just one cell from your mother one cell from your father that came together right at 12 weeks they showed how many we were i think is it four weeks i think it was four weeks we were 12 cells and they showed us on a very large you know magnifying lens on the tip of a safety pin that they showed us at four weeks or so, on the tip of a safety pit, were 12 cells. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you getting it now? That's how come you can come now. You have eyes. In fact, one of the parts there that was marvelous was the way the eye functions. It said the development goes on, and then the eye is formed. And then something comes out and slices the eyelid. It's amazing when you think how great God is, okay? So, what God needed for that miracle, what Jesus needed for that miracle, follow me carefully, is that he needed just the DNA of food there. I'm talking of DNA. I'm talking of self. Do you know, sir, Pastor Nat, as, you know, smooth as your hair is, any little bit that forensic, you know, investigators can get with that cell, they can tell everything about you. Just a little bit. Now, the same way with God. What God often is looking for is a tiny bit DNA of faith. That's why Jesus Christ said, if you have faith, what? As little as a mustard seed. He's looking for something tiny. Whereas the stronghold in our mind tells us, what is this word among so many? 
I'll take you back and I'll come back. An illustration. We talked about uh, uh, Moses on Sunday. Exodus chapter 1. So the devil, you know, who wants to obstruct every agenda of God by all means, goes and tells Pharaoh, the deliverer is about to be born. Make sure that no male son of the children of Israel survives. And he issues the decree. Okay? Shepra and Pua, you know, they do their best. They let the sons leave. And when Pharaoh found out, you know the decree Pharaoh now gave? Pharaoh now said it becomes a societal responsibility. Every Egyptian, if you see any male child of the Hebrews, what should you do? Kill him. That was ensuring 100% compliance. Okay? Now, what happens is this. In the midst of that, God still needed a DNA. Praise the Lord. God still needed five loaves and two fish. What is that among so many? So the Bible begins to tell us now in Hebrews eleven twenty three 23, about Moses' parents, the greatness of Moses, you cannot take away Jephana and Amrad. Because when they had Moses, the moment they saw it was a male child, it was a funeral in the home of the Hebrews. But when this male child appeared, something said to them, Mm-mm. at the risk of the entire family being killed, they said no. Now, were they planning to keep him until he was 20 years? That would have been a big feat to accomplish. But the Bible said they kept him. It says by faith, when Moses, when he was born, was what? Hidden for how long? Three months only. His parents tried. From the first day that the cry of a baby is heard, it's death sentence. That first day, they say, Aish, we won't do this. That second day, their faith also, they won't do this. By three months, Moses' cry had reached a higher decibel. They couldn't use hand to cover it again. But by that time, God had found a DNA of faith. Heaven said, we found people we can work with. Listen to me. Don't take lightly what we are doing here. Deliverance is coming to Nigeria. We are not a million people fasting and praying. But God is looking for a DNA of faith. Let it be that when they do a spiritual surgery in your heart, they see faith. Are you hearing me? Because it's a principle. God must find faith. God must find faith. He say, he that comes to God must believe that he is. You and I are not all that. But it has pleased God in what he's doing to wait on you. The Bible didn't say there was a prophecy. That the parents of Moses held on to. All the Bible said was that they saw the child. Something in them said this child shouldn't be, you know, life shouldn't be snuffed out of this child. The very first day. The second day. The third day. One week passed. They said no. Something said no. Hold on. Two weeks. Something said no. One month. I'm sure the man would have been saying, Or maybe it was a mother that was saying, this man, I don't know what's wrong with you. You already have Aaron and we have uh, Miriam. Don't get all of us killed. But something kept holding them. It was a DNA of faith. What is that among so many? If they had that stronghold, they would have given up Moses' sins. Imagine if they sat down to think about it. And they'll say to them, what do you hope to achieve? Eh? Papi Israel, what do you hope to achieve by this thing you're doing? Eh? What do you hope to achieve? What do you hope to achieve? This woman, your Ojikoko, is too much. What do you hope to achieve? Every, are you the only one who is a Christian? What do you hope to achieve? Stop looking for, don't put us in trouble. But in all of that, 
The armies of heaven were zeroing in. Say, we found someone we can work with. The children of God have been held back for too long by this stronghold. What is that among so many? Listen to me. For the president of the United States or for uh, King Jong-in, any of them, to release a nuclear weapon, do they have to do press up? What do they do? They enter some codes. Your prayers are more powerful than those codes. Are you getting me? But that stronghold lets you know. You see, one of the things I've learned is that I pray about everything. Do you understand? Sometimes you think, what is there? What is there? I mean, you know. No, you must understand that life is spiritual. The earth, the mountains, the seas, the, the all that you see, how did it come? Let there be. How much sweat was involved? Spoken word. Spoken in faith. We looked at Mark 11 the other day, 22. He said, have faith in God. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be that removed and be cast in, and does not doubt in his heart. That's where we're talking about. You see, the stronghold says, what is that? Why are you bothering? Why do you want to disturb the master about this thing? Why do you want to disturb the pastor about this thing? Why do you want to raise a prayer point about this thing? Are you not tired? Your prayer request is irritating to the ear. You don't know whether it's the prayer request of that day that they will answer. What is that among so many? The devil says, shut up. I remember those days in school. Some of us were not, you know, were not bold at all in class. We were bold outside, but where the teacher was, never bold. All the questions, you had the right answer, but nobody ever thought you knew because you say, yeah, the answer is seven. But you say it in your heart. Then somebody will overhear you. Auntie, auntie, it's seven. They say, clap for her. She didn't know it too. But you knew it, but you didn't speak up. Praise the Lord. What is that among so many? And then you sit back down. God gives you an idea and say, take this step. And you say, what is that among so many? And you sit down. I saw some picture. A few of us may have seen the picture, you know, recently. The inside picture of an aircraft in 1940-something. How many of us saw it? You've seen that picture? Wonderful. Iron seat. You won't sit on it even in a park. But you see, someone started. Someone took a step. Praise the Lord. Tonight, the stronghold that is coming down in this nation is the stronghold of looking and disqualifying yourself. Thinking and canceling. You've not taken a step, but you cancel it out. The idea drops. I've told us here. You see, I don't know about you, but it's not everything I think about. It's not everything not I think about. It's not everything I imagine. In the sense that, okay, I've never imagined waxing an album. I know you'll laugh. I actually imagined <laughs> winning world best dancer. But I never imagined waxing an album. But there are so many things I've imagined. Now, anything that has ever come into your imagination is possible. I've never imagined flying with my hands. I don't know if you have Benin Airways, <laughs> a, do, a do star. <laughs> No fuel needed. I've never imagined that. Okay? But as a child of God who has the spirit, there are things you've imagined. You know, those imaginations, the Bible says, to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you could what? No, no, no. See, above all that you could ask means you don't even ask for all. Or imagine. 
There are some that you think, but you don't ask. You stop beyond the asking because you say, ah, hey, it's too much. It's a stronghold. My wife was telling me about something that happened many years ago when we were in Lagos. She said, we, I think we we're ushers. We we're having a love feast or something. And they were giving us drinks. So what came to me was a bottle of uh, orange Fanta. And she wanted orange Fanta. Okay? I didn't mind. So one of the young girls there came and said, Ikena, whatever, give me your orange Fanta. And I took it and gave the girl. And then she said she was so angry. You know? But then she realized she didn't ask me. Do you understand? She thought of it. She wanted it. But she didn't ask me. And because she didn't ask me, someone who was not my wife asked me and I handed the orange Fanta to her. That's how come she, the person had Fanta. My wife did not have Fanta. What is it that somebody has now you don't have? Because you stopped as short of asking. It's a stronghold. What is that among so many? What is that step? You think, you say, the Chinese said to us, a journey of a thousand miles, what, how does it begin? It begins with a step, you know. But this is not Chinese we are talking about. We are talking about a God who has finished the journey. And is just looking for people who will engage. So that he can give them the honor, the privilege as his children, bringing them into it. That's what it is. But the devil fights us. He knows the capability of God. He knows the possibility of God. He knows the omnipotence of God. So he stops you short of daring. And you know, there's this thing about Christians, you know. Some of us don't like to think of failing, you know. We don't like to think of failing. We don't like to think exposure. We don't like to think of things somebody saying no to us, you know, or something, attempting something, and then it's having a negative response. Do you know that when our Lord Jesus Christ was coming to the earth to die for us, who was he sure of? What assurance did he have? The Bible said he came to his own, but his own what? Did not receive him. But the, those who he found that received him, what did he do? He gave them the right, the power to become. So no assurance, I guarantee, but the spirit of faith does what he should do. And the God of faith always answers to faith. It's a stronghold. You can't think of it. Whereas, on the other side of it, if it's a negative thing, you don't give it that assessment. You don't subject it to that scrutiny. If there's any little thing, you say it must be this. It must be this. I knew. You see one scar here, one marker. If I said it, it must be scabies. It must be cancer. It must be this. It must be this. It may be the, the Fanta you drank that stained here. hasn't washed up. But you look, you say it must be this. Then you start extrapolating. Now, do that on the path of righteousness. Do that on the path of faith. Are you hearing me? Do that. So the Bible said Jesus knew what he would do. What did he know he would do? Jesus knew that he was going to take some little whatever quantity they gave him. And multiply and feed everybody. I believe, I don't know, but I believe that when they set out on that journey, Jesus made sure they had baskets with them. So he planned it out. Now this is what happens there now. Let me ask you a question. The Bible said, Andrew came and said, there's a lad here who has five loaves and two fish. I want to ask you a question that you may never have thought about. Do you think it was only that lad that had food there? 5,000 men, not counting women and children. Do you think it was only that lad? How many women 
normal women would take their children on that journey without having something. It could not have been. Should I tell you what happened? All of them who had something looked at what they had. What is it amongst them? See, we, we need bread. We need bread. We need food to feed the multitude. And then you look at what you have. What you have will do for eight people. You look at what you have. What you have will do for five people. You look at what you have. What you have will do for two people. And then what do you immediately say? You want to raise your hand. The devil says, shut uh, Didn't you hear what they're asking? They're raising 75 million. And you want to bring 7,500 naira. Please don't go and spoil the chat. You soon bring that money and the chat will spoil. What is that among so many? Shut up, shut up. You distort, they will be angry with you if, you if you make that offer. That's what happened. But the little boy, for some reason, maybe didn't con, you know, confirm with the parents or whoever. Just scream, I, I have, I have food. And they say, what do you have? When he brought it, I'm sure Andrew himself would have said, which kind of halabi this? You know? What is this? Uh-uh. What is this? But that was what Jesus was looking for. Because he wasn't looking for the bread and fish. He was looking for the faith. He was looking for the faith that said, with God, what I have is possible. Let's rise on our faith. With God, what we bring is possible. With God, Nigeria is changing in the name of Jesus. When we shout, even in this little place, those outside may not hear. But there will be reverberations. There will be tremors in the camp of the enemy. Why? Because God has already done it. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro. He's searching. He's looking for who to just engage. He himself knew what he would do. And tonight we're saying, Lord, we may not have much. That's why we dealt about the issue of voting. Also, We're going to go and vote. My one vote, Lord, you will use it. Your one vote, he will use it. You see? Those who will stand to make sure it's counted. The representatives, whatever, all over this nation. We're saying, Lord, the five loaves and two fish that your children will bring, you will use it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Tonight, the stronghold we are bringing down is in the camp of the righteous. We're saying no Nigerian will fail to do the little he can do for the deliverance of this nation. If it's one policeman out of 20 that refuses to be compromised god will accept it if it is one party person that says no if it's one INEC, we are saying that that little whatever they offer ashika baba baba lekoto sata like the same jesus that took five loaves and two fish and multiplied it to feed the multitude lord we are saying in this season your children will offer their little Everywhere they are found all over this nation. From the north to the south. From the east to the west. From the homes. Wives of political party chieftains. Will tell them, darling, this thing you are doing is not right. And that man will not be able to sleep. Husbands will say to their wives, this thing, how can you be supporting this thing? And there will be a change. We are saying children will say to their parents, this is not right. We are saying from all over this nation, we are raising five loaves and two fish. Because that stronghold of water day, we are saying now we see that you are mighty. You can walk with whatever we have. The song says, what is that in your hand? We are saying, Lord, in this nation, the righteous, your children are offering to you that which we have. We are saying, Lord, use it. 
we're saying lord use it we may not be in power but we have the power we have access to the most high god we're saying father in this time in nigeria lord you know what you will do use our prayers use our steps use our arguments use our stand whatever it is oh lord we're saying you are almighty you are mighty to save and mighty to deliver lord use it use it oh lord use it oh lord use it oh lord use it oh lord in the name of jesus <laughs> ah thank you jesus the stronghold of paralysis is broken you see no more in nigeria will the people who don't want things to continue the way they are be afraid to talk be afraid to act in the name of jesus we are saying from tonight that stronghold is broken whether they were in this service or not something will tell them their little will do much that eye-neck officer, your little will do much. In the name of Jesus, that security, that intelligence officer, your little will do much. In the name of Jesus, that housewife, that house girl, that child, your little will do much. That man, your little will do much. That mechanic, your little will do much. Everywhere Nigerians are, Lord, you will find faith for this new nation that you want to do. You'll find believing hearts. You'll find cooperating hearts. You'll find feet that are walking in the path you want to walk. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The fear of the establishment is pulled down. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is not as big as God. <laughs> he said casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. The enemies are not as big as God. The enemies of this nation are not as strong as God. They are not as wise as God. So I was thinking the other day and I was saying, God, you're bigger than I think. God, you're better than I think. God, you're wiser than I think. And the word came into my mind that I couldn't use for God. And I said, the Holy Spirit, which word will capture this? Because I wanted to say, God, you're better than I think. You know, but a word came say, you're defter than I think. God is deft. Do you understand? This Moses we are talking about, after three months, Pharaoh started paying Moses' child support. You see, when God finds faith, you don't know what can happen. We pray there that from the homes of the enemies of this nation, God will raise their children. God will raise their domestic staff to fight against them. God knows what to do. It may be a colleague, an old classmate, whatever. Tell him what you believe. Ask him, why are you supporting this? Tell him this is not right. Will we continue on this path? You must supply your little. No more. What is this among so many? Father, we thank you. Because of time, we'll stop. I'll just read us a scripture and then we'll take that and pray so we can go. Isaiah 43 verse 18. That's what he's saying to us. And that's what Jesus did here. There was no precedence. He says, behold. Yes, from 18 years. He said, do not remember the former things. You see, this is what holds us back. History, statistics, precedence. You know, sometimes we wish we, wish we want to hear that uh, some persons support our cause. We don't need anybody to support our cause. All we need is God. For if God be for us, <laughs> if God be for us, 
We don't need 200 dinari. We need God. They never got 200 dinari there. But they got bread for everybody. I get what I'm saying. Do not remember the former things. Nor consider the things of old. Nobody wins an election unless he has a social state. Unless he has social state. Who told you? Who told you? He said that the living may know that the most high rules in the affairs of men. And give it to whomsoever he wills. There is no state that gives it. It is the most high that gives it. 19 says, behold, I do a new thing. <laughs> the Lord is doing a new thing in Nigeria. The Lord is doing a new thing, an awesome thing. Can, can you please give us the Living Bible or ERV, please? Verse 19. Thank you, Jesus. He said, I'm doing something new. Try the Living Bible. Thank you. This, this is what I want. It says, for I'm going to do what? He said, I've already begun. Yeah. I've already begun. God has already begun. And you're part of it. Say to yourself, I'm part of it. I am part of it. Our fasting is part of it. Our prayer is part of it. Our obedience is part of it. Our speech is part of it. My faith is rising. My God is doing a brand new thing. No historical reference. What God does in Nigeria, historians will come and research it. They will go on the streets of Nigeria interviewing. How did it happen? And you tell them this was my part. Father, we give you the praise. Come on, let's give a shout of praise to our king. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.com. God bless you.